Hey guys, you're listening to Wags and Whiskers. I'm your host, June, here with my very fluffy co-host, Oliver. Join us for another episode of Wags and Whiskers. Good morning, Wags and Whiskers tribe. I am your host, June, here with Oliver, who has left the room for a minute to eat his biscuit. My dogs this morning have been off the chain, A-A-K-A, wild, my goodness, and it is only, I don't know what time it is, I don't have my watch on, but it is early this morning, and they have torn up stuff, they have played and played and played, so I can't wait to see what their fit bark looks like, um, yeah, I'm sure the fit bark is going to have many steps like it did yesterday if you don't know what a fit bark is um basically it's it's a company and they have gps slash it's like kind of like a fitbit for humans but it's for dogs and they're pretty awesome and it tells their steps and their health and it's pretty cool anyway i'll have to do like a podcast episode like an extra one kind of bonus like i did with frank and just to describe this to you because they're pretty cool anyway you should have one for your dog besides that we're going to go ahead and get started this morning i hope you guys had a good weekend we are getting excited next week bella goes back to school so it will be a little bit more quiet in the morning times and yeah she is extremely excited she's going into second grade and she is so ready i asked her if she wanted to go to mommy school because obviously with covid We had to homeschool, not last year, but the year before, and she still doesn't want to go to mommy school. She wants to go back to school. So we are going back to school this this year, um, and we're hoping for a good year like we had last year, and we are starting second grade, so we'll see about that. So with that being said, I hope you guys um, are having a good morning, and Let's get started. Today we are going to talk about Willie. Willie was born in Long Beach, California in 1991. His exact date of birth is unknown. He was a male chihuahua and he was actually found in a cardboard box on a busy street in Los Angeles and he was suffering from spinal injuries and he actually had a cut throat and obviously they didn't know this at the time when they found this box but like they find this box and it's all taped up they open up the box and this puppy's not whining this puppy you know isn't trying to jump out so they're you know like hmm I wonder why you know the puppy was emaciated and actually had no hair whatsoever so basically he was taken to um, a place to get medical attention and it was found that he actually had spinal cords injuries and his throat was cut at his vocal cords and that's why he wasn't barking. So the vet actually gave him the name of Chili Willie because obviously he didn't have any hair and he was cold so he was shook so it kind of matched. He shivered Chili Willie so that's what they called him. So, Willie, after, um, he actually spent a year, um, getting medical treatment and living in the shelter, and he was actually scheduled to be euthanized, but 
That is when Deborah Turner steps in. And I've read two different things about Deborah Turner. One said she owned a pet store called Doggy in the Window in Long Beach. And she... Another one said that she was actually a pet groomer. But whichever job she did, or maybe they're both, maybe the Doggy in the Window, they did both there. I'm not sure. But she also did rescue work. And she knew of Willie's story and... She saw Willie, and the story kind of haunted her, and she didn't, like Willie, he was the type of dog that was always wanting to play and was always happy, and she was just like, no, you know, I am taking Willie home, so Willie went home with Deborah Turner. She adopted him, obviously, and she he went home with her. So Deborah obviously is noticing that Willie wants to play. Willie is a happy dog. Willie doesn't think anything of his, I'm going to call it special needs, of a dog. You know, he just wants to play and be a normal dog. So, like, her first thing was, like, I got to figure out a way to get Willie to be able to walk and to be more mobile, I guess you could say. So, that was, like, the first thing she did. She, you know, tried... um, several different things she attached large helium balloons to um, Willie's legs and placed them on a skateboard and she just did a whole bunch of things but then she found a place um, like she saw an advertisement for a place called canine carts and basically what it was saying was you know it helped with th- this place made things for dogs to be more mobile so when I was looking at canine carts, they've been around for like 60 years and they basically help all kinds of animals become mobile. It's pretty cool. If you want to check out their website or, you know, you don't have to, but it, it was pretty cool. And they help all kinds of ha- animals. It's not just dogs. They, you know, they managed, they mentioned a miniature horse on their About Me page and Anyway, it's done actually in Florida. It's a Florida-based company. And like their items ship out between two and <clears throat> excuse me, two to four business days. So, I mean, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good turnaround for something like this. But anyways, back to Willie. So Willie gets his new wheels, I'm gonna call it his wheels, and he is off to the races. He is ready to go, he is mobile, and nothing basically can stomp him. He, like, bam, he took off with these wheels. He, you know, became accustomed to them right off the bat, Deborah says. Deborah actually also had Willie go through a year of acupuncture. That's a tongue twister for me. And basically, um, his reflective movement in his legs and his tails, um got better and but it was involuntary so you know he was doing it but anyways it didn't help like his mobility obviously had to use his wheelchair but I say his wheelchair his wheels and um but she did have that done too well during this whole time when all this is going on it actually got the attention of the news and newspapers and like all this media coverage about Willie So, Willie ended up being called Wheelie Willie. Whew, another tongue twister. So, he started appearing on news. 
he had all these stories about him. He had all these um, stories via internet, stories via newspaper, um, TV channels. They were do all doing stories about Willie and how he had this disability in these wheels and so basically he became like this star and so Deborah started getting phone calls from people who wanted Willie to come out there and inspire you know people with disabilities and so Willie would go and he would visit hospitals um, he would do like all these events to bring awareness for pet disabilities and other p disabilities and like I said it, it just like crossed lines it was like he did both he did he brought awareness for disabilities with pets and he brought awareness with disabilities with humans so he had different things going on like his story was featured in Chicken Soup for the Cat and Dog Lovers book which I actually read that when I was younger, but I don't remember his story specifically. I'd have to go back and look. But anyway, this also started Deborah thinking, well, let me write a, a children's book about Wheelie Willie. So basically, Deborah ends up writing a book. Um, the first book, How Willie Got His Wheels, was published July 14th, 1998. And she also published other books after that, but that was the first one. So Willie now had all this media coverage. He was going to these hospitals helping people with disabilities, people in wheelchairs. And then he was also going out to these events to bring awareness for um, dogs with disabilities. And, you know, basically saying, hey, just because we have disabilities doesn't mean we have to be euthanized. I mean, we are awesome, too which he was. Willie became so popular that like the um, book was translated into Japanese. So basically he was flown over there, stayed two weeks, met the royal prince and princess over there. Um, just popular, just really, really popular. People were so inspired by Willie because of what was going on with him and what happened to him and just his whole story in general. So January 1st, I think it was 2009, Miss um, Deborah was headed out to an elementary school to teach about kindness to animals and you know pet responsibility with Willie and it had rained really bad that day or rained, had been raining in general and she had Willie in her arms, and Deborah slipped off the top step of a tiled porch, and she fell. And both Willie and her sustained injuries. And one thing I read was Deborah was actually in a wheelchair. Um, Deborah um, suffered from fractures of her leg that possibly required um, surgery. It really didn't say. And then um, Willie had a displaced rear hip, a broken rear leg, injuries to his jaw, his tail, his toes, and he had to have teeth removed. It was just like uh, horrible. Let's just say it was just horrible. So both of them were in recovery mo mode, but Willie actually never really recovered from his injuries. And 
Willie ended up dying December 22nd, 2009, and they said that it was due to him never fully recovering from the injury that Deborah and him suffered. Willie would have been around 18 when he passed away. In January 2010, Long Beach Animal Care Services actually held a memorial for him. And Willie was actually cremated, from what I was reading. And he basically lives on from there. I did find a website, but since um, he had a website, it was WillieWillie.com, but since has been taken down. And I also found an Instagram page. I couldn't find one on Facebook, but that's not saying much. But I did find one on Instagram, but it doesn't look like it has any followers. And it's a private account, and it looks like there's only eight posts on it. But Willie still does live on, and uh, Long Beach Animal Care Services, I'm not sure if that's the one that actually rescued Willie or not. Um, I couldn't find, I kept, you know, trying to find, you know, who actually rescued Willie, you know, what rescue, and... I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it in the videos that I saw. But since then, Deborah has gone on. She has wrote more books. One of them is How Willie Got His Wings. And she also has another book out there. So when I was looking on Amazon, there's several different books on there. And yeah, so Deborah is writing, you know. And she is has moved on and is now, well, I don't think anybody that loses a pet ever really moves on. But she has, you know, been doing other things and been thriving. Some of the animals that I have talked about, I could find, like, awards and, like, all these different things that they were honored for. And I couldn't find it for Wheelie Willie. And I know... They're out there. Uh, I, uh, you don't do everything that he did on the time that he was here and not have them. I just actually couldn't find them. But that is a story of Willie. And yeah, that's... When I read it, I was like, yeah, I gotta talk about this dog. Because this would be the type of dog that people would overlook. And that people wouldn't, you know... He wouldn't be the one that they took home from the animal shelter, but he inspired so many people, and he helped so many people with disabilities, and he helped other people understand that dogs or pets in general with disabilities aren't that bad, and that they are happy, and that they just want to live the best life they possibly can. And then obviously with, like, the canine carts, like, there are people out there that are wanting pets to live their best life. So, that is my story of Willie. My thoughts this week are really, really simple. It's just, if you're in the, you know, going to adopt or get a pet, don't look over the ones that might have special needs, no matter what those special needs are, because they might inspire you and inspire the world like Willie did. And just think about them, too. And obviously... You know, I just went to a rescue event today with my father, or not today, yesterday with my foster kitties, 
rescue, foster if you can, volunteer at these rescues, and they're just awesome people that try to help dogs, and dogs or animals in general live the best life they can, and it's awesome between the veterinarians that do this stuff for cheap or even for free, um, for those who rescue them and give them physical therapy, for those that you know, love them and make them the best version of themselves by being in foster care and working with them day in and day out, do it. It's so rewarding. I can't describe how rewarding it is. So with that being said, I actually forgot about the rescue. It's it's two months already, so we have another rescue that donations will go to this month. So I am actually going to do lovable dog rescue um, I will drop their address down in the show notes today but basically they're a 501c3 and it began in 1999 and if you remember from Pablo and Picasso this is the rescue that actually rescued them and when I was reading on their their website they actually had a really really tough 2020 year so I am picking them to donate to this month. So if you would like to have donations sent to them, just you're welcome to donate. There will be a donation button at the bottom of the podcast. Yeah, and with that being said, that's my story. That's my thoughts. I hope you guys have a good rest of the week and have a good weekend coming up. I know it's kind of early to start thinking about it. But with that being said, as always, be great and dream big.